0: Hello again, Pastor Deborah, for God be love, love is here ministries, and this is series two of mental health and the forever person. In the first series, which had seven episodes, we talked about a math, a new math, called one plus one plus one. This series, which is beginning Uh, Today, and I'll have many different episodes in it, is entitled The Three Realms. This is going to be a little introduction into these episodes that are coming. Oh my goodness, I got started a little bit early. (laughs) People are still finding their seats. Okay. Oh my goodness. Got a lot of people here today. From all over the world, because the videos are starting to get known and some of my stories, they're incredible, are starting to be heard because they have been silent for many, many years. But this new series of both the webcams and the podcast, Mental Health and the Forever Person. This new series, like I said, is entitled The Three Realms. In these episodes, which will be quite a few, we're going to dig a little deeper into ourselves and the three realms that our mental health and our forever person live in. The first realm, which many of us are very aware of, is called the realm of the natural, the physical body, the temporary realm. The realm that we can see out here, when you look at people, that's what we see. So that's going to be the first realm, and I'm going to break it up into several episodes to go through it and then talk about the professions that deal with mental health, some of the history of mental health, and some of the different uh, terminology and definitions because it's very real vital for you in your learning to understand terms and definitions most of us don't know what the people are talking to us the doctors or our therapists in the mental health world they sort of know uh, not a lot of people have a lot of history of it We're getting it in bits and pieces uh, all over. A lot of wonderful sayings on LinkedIn, a lot of posts. A lot of people are trying so hard to encourage us and give us words and give us some life skills and life coaching to help us. But it's hard when you only have so many nanoseconds on LinkedIn for a post. Or you go to your therapist or your psychiatrist or your primary care physician and they're under a lot of time pressure and they got to sort of move us in and move us out. So we're going to talk about in the first set of episodes that area of the three realms. The second realm will be the realm of your soul, which, as I have taught you before, has a conscious awareness part and a subconscious part. And we're going to talk about precepts and concepts and beliefs and thoughts and your mind and pictures and your five senses and how all of that is more intricately involved in your mental health. It should be pretty exciting if you've never studied it. Then the third realm is the realm of the spirit. It is the realm that the forever person lives in. Now a lot of people know about it. I see them all the time in that realm. It's not a spooky realm, but some people make it very spooky, and it is very, it's very much with us here on planet earth it has good stuff and bad stuff in it, that is where our forever person lives and I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about the forever person and how he is related to and how he is affected by and how the world the realm of the natural, the physical body and the soul affect it so that all three realms are involved in mental health And they're all involved in the healing part of it. And so I wanted to just give you this introduction before I get started with episode one. So you'll be aware of what's coming. There'll be lots of different episodes. You know me, I like to talk a lot. And I have a lot of people listening and they're here with us now. And so I just wanted to let you know, welcome again to a new series of Mental Health and the Forever Person. The Three Rounds. It will be up on the webcam, on YouTube, on the website, www.godbeloveishere.org. It will be put on the podcast of Mental Health and the Forever Person, which you can get to from the website. And I will also podcast it on out and uh, so you can listen to it wherever you are. And uh, so this is real vital because the world and all of humanity are dealing with the mental health. And the forever person. Those two realms are connected. They are on planet earth. And we have so many issues. And everybody. Every nation. Reorganization. Every the UN. Every loving faith based person. Every loving faith based. Every religion. Everybody is trying to solve these problems. So I'm trying to come in. And just give you some basic. Some basic. Information That when you're out there And you're trying to get healed Or find a proper uh, person to help you That you'll have a little bit of information That you can ask some intelligent questions You can research all this out Love, it's on YouTube It's out on the internet, Wikipedia So you become an informed person So you can know how to find the healing that you need And a little bit more about the mental health and the forever person. So, this is the introduction to the new series of mental health and the forever person, the three realms. And they are again, that's right, the natural realm, which includes the physical body, that is correct, and the mental emotional realm, that is correct, that deals with the soul, it's conscious and its subconscious, and the realm of the spirit. Yay! That's right. So we're going to be going into those in more detail. I can't take you right there, jump you off, and throw you into the deep end of the pool where I live most of the time because it takes a lot of work to get there. you got to learn to swim. you got to learn to bob your head under the water, hold your breath, uh, all kinds of things before you can get a lot of realizations of what's going on. But welcome. I hope to get this up today as quick as I can I am multitasking Tomorrow, and which is Saturday and Sunday I will be in two days of training on suicide prevention And support group for the community uh, One of the people that's learning how to uh, help them Because it's suicide is in every place it's ever, Even in the jails and the prisons okay. We just heard about a big case about that one uh, Right here in America so is suicide real? Yes Is it happening to, to every na- in every nation And every culture? Yes Is it happening to every profession? Men, boy, children? Yes I have known five year old kids Trying to kill themselves No you don't If they come out of heavy duty abuse They will So this is the introduction The three rounds I hope you enjoy it and hope you come back Love always in favor, Pastor Deborah. Look at the board, bank your notes, get you a new notebook or tablet or whatever you use, and make the notes. See you in a bit. Hello again, Pastor Deborah, and this is another episode of Mental Health. And the forever person. And in this series, entitled The Three Realms, we are beginning episode number five, I believe. And what I'm going to do is a short wrap-up, sort of conclusion, review of the first four episodes that we talked about. And then begin episode five. But first, I need to check to make sure everybody is in their seats, they're all ready, they've got notebooks, paper, tablets, everything. Yes, ushers? Everybody? Okay, great. Uh, the teaching is always so important. And when we are trying to understand things that we don't understand, we need a lot of notebook, paper, have our th- little thinking caps on. All right, so far in this series the three realms we have talked about for four episodes the biological body the realm of the natural the psychiatrist who works in that realm with that particular part of us and the therapist that work with the second part the soul and we've talked about those two groups of people in mental health we have looked at sort of a review kind of short not real in depth at what the, the medical doctor the psychiatrist who loves the biological body what areas he is looking for to diagnose and then provide the proper treatment for of a mental health illness or disorder or disease so he is looking at your biological body and checking all of its systems, its electrical chemicals, all of its hormones, checking, checking, checking. So he should do a very good thorough f- biological, physical exam. Maybe x-rays, to uh, MRIs to make sure there's no strokes, no aneurysms in the brain. No head injuries, no concussions, no tumors, that all of your hormones in your body uh, are good at the right levels. All your electrical chemicals are at the right levels. I mean, all the right chemicals that need to be a part of that. And he's also looking to make sure that blood is flowing correctly all throughout the body that the nerve endings throughout everywhere is working, that your five senses are working correctly. So he is looking at that mental health part, the biological body. And we discovered some of the areas that he will be looking at to try to find out what's wrong. He's going to come in and look at it and say, is there a biological reason? genetics hormones you have some imbalance in your chemicals in your body and that is what's causing you to think the way you are feel the way you are believe the way you are and act the way you are so he's gonna look there then the psychiatrist and possibly a psychologist they're also going to look at the development of your personality. They've studied that that at certain biological ages your personality should be developing to go along with the biological development and they know through their studies there can be delays some children don't crawl they just get up and walk. Some children delay walking for a long time but then they walk. So sometimes there are just unique delays in development biologically that can affect them. So they're looking there. they are looking at we know that by certain ages, biological growth, a personality, the persons who they are should be developing. And they have a norm that it should be based on the biological age and if you haven't had any trauma or other issues what that norm should look like at that age so they're looking for personality the development of it and they have to look at many different factors your your childhood uh, the culture they don't like to look at parenting. They don't like to look at how you were treated and if it was abusive or toxic relationship. They definitely don't like to look at the culture of religion or faith because it's sort of starting to get outside the realm, the biological. But they will look and they can see the influences that those areas have on the developing person and its personality. And they're going to go look to the moods of this developing person. How there are normal moods, emotions that all of us have. But we don't get stuck in them. We don't swing real wildly. Uh, We're supposed to feel certain things at certain times. There's a sort of a norm. And if you are not feeling that or experiencing that... Or you're experiencing these feelings or moods at the wrong time. They know this is not normal. There's something wrong here. So they go looking. So they're looking at your feelings, your moods of this person, of this personality that's getting developed. And they're seeing are the right moods there, are the right feelings there. Are you thinking correctly as that personality? Is being developed, or has that personality had some kind of toxic experiences, circumstances that would disrupt it? Therefore, we would see it in inappropriate moods. Uh, They're looking at how everything affects the person, they're looking at food, they're looking at Family relationships, early childhood parenting, they're looking at culture. They're trying to determine how that personality that's going to have thoughts, beliefs, concepts, ideas, actions, behaviors, feelings. Whether they think they have a purpose in life, they know how to get along with people. Solve problems. They know all of that is supposed to be developed. And when they, when a person is in the womb and then born, and into a system, a culture, a family, the psychiatrists are believing that that personality inside of a person will be developed, and they will grow up and become a positive human being that can get along with people not break the law not hurt other people they can regulate and control their own emotions whether it's fear or anger they have made all the neurological connections in the brain through education they've had the proper nutrition to develop this person this personality and from that development of that core person, the psychiatrist believe, I can see your feelings. I can hear your thoughts. I can hear your beliefs. I can see what kind of higher power you worship. I can see your religion. I can see your relationship to other people. I can see your knowledge of the world. I can see and hear from you when you talk or when you act what your personality of this person is and they've studied us for years and they know there's a normal development sometimes it's delayed sometimes it's set back but it's pretty much normal for all humanity and when that development has problems in it and it's expressed through behavior thoughts actions it doesn't go along with the, what they would call, society's normal relationships and words about people and things. Then they know we have a problem. So that's sort of where your psychiatrist starts. In those two areas. <coughs> Excuse me. Now what happens, let's go into episode 5. We're going to talk about the second realm. It's called the realm of the soul. In mental health work, it's called your cognitive, your mental thinking, your thoughts, your emotions, your beliefs, your attitudes, how you perceive things, your conflict resolutions. How you deal with problems emotionally. That's where the mental health therapists, the social workers, uh, the caseworkers, the licensed professional counselors, even the marriage therapists, that's where they're working. They're working with that part of the personality that thinks, has feelings. Has ideas and concepts how to solve problems how to get along with people how to overcome fears how to overcome hopelessness how to go through grief when you lose a loved one how to get along with other people how to deal with problems that are very serious how to deal with memories how to deal with post-trauma how to deal with childhood trauma that because there's a lot of leftover feelings and attitudes. That is where part two we're going to work at the second realm the soul. Now, the soul is also called a very unique name the hidden person of the subconscious. Freud told us, Sinuses <coughs> and its fall, that there were two levels within us called consciousness awareness one was the conscious awareness that I'm in this room I'm videotaping you're here we're all on planet earth we are aware of our surroundings where we are in the biological realm then he knew there was a deep sub a below consciousness mind sort of a person but that, that one down here was the real one, who all the five senses had brought down the experiences to. And he lived in the subworld below. But he was the one who was affected. He is the one that comes up through the consciousness and speaks to us. He's the one that gets the kills people. He's the one that comes up. Then he'll go down. We see it. He'll go, he'll come up, maybe kill somebody, hurt somebody, go back down. Now, when you talk to the body of that person, you'll say, It wasn't me. The conscious part says, It was not me. Because it really wasn't. It was this guy down here. So, in mental health, our therapists, our counselors, our life coaches, our mentors, there are our leaders, they're trying to teach leadership, they're working with the second realm, the realm of the soul, the person, that hidden man. And how they get to them a lot of times in mental health work is with hypnosis, meditation, sometimes they call it centering, getting quiet, uh, other kinds of quieting down your thoughts. Uh, They sometimes do imagination work. Imagine this, having that guy picture things. So what happens is they're trying to work with him or her. (coughs) Excuse me again. And help it. They know it's hurt. They know it has problems. It's not acting normal. They don't know why. A lot of people now are believing that that person... That part of us is 100% affected by our biological brain. The chemicals, the genes, uh, the imbalances, and all our feelings and everything is just basically related to that. Other people believe that that gets messed up because this sub guy, he's messed up. And they don't quite know yet what is the cause of all of this. And so in the realm two, they're trying to talk to him. They're trying to let him talk. When you go uh, in a survivor's group, a lot of survivors of sexual abuse don't get a chance to talk much. And nobody would believe them. So they give them opportunity in survivors group and everybody wants to tell their story, talk about what happened to them. And a lot of people believe by them talking about it, this hidden man down here, that he's going to feel better, release some energy, negative energy, release some tears. And sort of like take the lid off of a boiling pot. So they want them to talk. They want them to be able to express themselves and their hurts and their pains and their fears. And how whatever happened to them as a child has affected them. So they give them a chance to talk. And it does help. So in the second realm, it's called the hidden man or person. Of the heart now when a child is first conceived the hidden man comes in I'll ask you a few questions what is he like how is that man developed or that person developed how is he shaped and formed does he just develop the way he is is that the nature that he used to have Does anything contribute to the shaping of it, the developing of it, feeding it, nurturing it? How come some people grow up and they seem very nice and normal as whatever we decide normal is? And other people seem very hateful and hurt animals and they do bad, wicked things, even as children. Was there a genetic problem there? was there a glitch in this hidden person how did that develop how does a personality of this hidden man in the subconscious how does it develop what are all the factors that come into play to it does it come in out of the womb with a basic set of skills nature, genetics but that's just the way he was born he was born that way nothing you can do about it and that is his personality or hers now in the transgender community which are some of my most precious loving people I love I love them dearly they believe when they get born that there's a problem they have a biological body of one of the genders of the sexes but they don't feel like and they're not comfortable may have no peace on the inside of their hidden man in that biological body they think they got in the wrong body somehow they weren't Matched up with the right body, this hidden man down here, he believes that he needs to be in a different body. That somehow he got put in the wrong body. This guy down here. And so they're trying to find peace between the body and its gender or sex and their feelings. And they're trying to come together in unity with their feelings and be a one total unified system so that they can then go on in life, have relationships, work, go to school. But while this turmoil is going on inside of them that none of us can see, There's great anguish for this guy down here, loneliness, sadness, anger, all of his moods are weird because he doesn't feel like he fits into the biological body that came with it, so he wants to change the biological body, so in that case. We have sort of a different way of looking at a person. A psychiatrist would say that the body is the dominating factor with its chemicals, with its hormones, with its genes. And it dominates and through this tells this hidden man how you're to be this biological body and all of its systems determine the thoughts the ideas your peace with this guy so a psychiatrist believes if we can get the biological body healthy all of its chemistry uh, in order then this guy down here will have peace so we'll give this guy's biological brain, maybe electric shock treatment, get everything back in order, some medicine, a little bit of talk therapy, and then our system, our brain and chemicals and how the personality, they will be unified in one, working together. Now in the transgender, they and in a lot of other, they put the person down here. Is sort of, hey, I am the one with all, I'm okay. It's just that this biological body is not mine. I don't belong in it. So I, down here, am the one that's going to make the changes to the biological body. Sort of a different role reversal from the psychiatrist. Now, in this second realm of the hidden person, this person, we're not quite sure, is it an electrical chemical image of a person? Well, it has feelings. It has concepts of ideas and thoughts. It has beliefs. It has faith. It has religion it learns it goes to school it has five senses coming into it teaching it being its tutors this guy experiences the world up here through the five senses so are the five senses the mechanism for developing the personality Are outside influences that are in the environment, in nature, are they what influence this personality? Develop it, shape it, help it learn its concepts, its values, its purpose. This is what a lot of the debate is about a lot of times. Do we have to change this stuff up here that's coming into this guy? Or do we change this guy to accept what's coming in? A lot of people don't know uh, what's going on. They don't know how to solve the problems. But in the second realm, he is a very unique individual. This person is always down here receiving from the five senses information digitally. He's experiencing through the nerves of pleasure or pain from the biological body. In the biological body, there's chemicals that will help the body and this hidden person to either be safe, flee from a fearful, dangerous situation. The body gets ready to carry itself with sugars and adrenaline. So these two are very connected, sort of married. They are one. What comes in gets filtered through. This guy receives. This guy can will hear him, will observe him. He likes to talk a lot. We see him out on Facebook. We see him in posts. We see him on LinkedIn. He writes books and poetry and music. He interacts with everybody, and most of the time he's out. It's only when he does something that's not sort of accepted by society, or it runs into some issues with those who are in control of society, whether it's in religion or politics. He'll slide back down, and he'll say, It wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. It wasn't me. And he'll protect himself. Now that goes back to a long story, long ago. <clears throat> I think I've told this. I can't remember which day. About our early ancestors. Everybody knows, even in the Quran, they know about the Old Testament, of the holy book. And they've heard about a man named Adam. Adam was, the most people believe, the first human. Adam actually means dark earth. And he got a helpmate that came out of his body. And he gave it a name and a description and a nature. And he called it, you are my flesh and bone. That is what you'll be to me. A helpmate of flesh and bone. Now this helpmate is, uh, you will learn in many other, was to be the soul of Adam who was a spiritual being inside of dark earth. And what happened was uh, this helpmate also was a forever person. But it carried a womb. So it could bring in more children into the world to bring in more forever persons. Because this creator had decided we were going to have dirt and a forever person combined. So he needed both. He needed the dirt body, biological, the natural body, and he was going to put the forever person inside of it. And all this happened inside the womb. And when the baby came out, we have a dirt body, some clothes, with a forever person inside. Now that forever person lived in a different realm, the realm of the spirit, the realm of the unseen and eternal. The only way that this forever person right here could communicate, see the natural world he was living in was through the soul. That's right here. The helpmate. So from the outside this way came the natural experiences, the five senses through the soul to the forever person. So we had a three system human and all three systems were to be helping the spirit the forever person so that they could live down here and this was the system that was created. So this helpmate this soul was to be a servant a helper a helpmate to This person back here, the forever person. So the forever person could work through the physical body out here and do whatever he needed to do. And so communication, instructions would come from the forever person who was connected to at that time early on with his father. And he would then translate that not quite sure yet how, maybe through light, to the soul. Then the soul would translate that information to the biological body. So we had a three- part system that was all supposed to be in unity and working together. But the highest part, sort of the king, the ruler of the system, was the spirit. And the soul, the personality, and the biological body were to be its servants to help it down here on this new planet <clears throat> but that got all messed up and the whole system got reversed when um, some creature decided to talk to the soul and this creature was inside of another creature called the serpent it used to have legs they said and convince the soul the flesh and blood helpmate. He's looking. He's talking this way. Okay, coming from the outside through the natural. Look at that tree that you're not supposed to touch. Look at the fruit on it. Use your eyes. Use your five senses. Kick your brain in. Kick your um. You're supposed to be smart and wise, and something is being held from you. Kick in your emotions. Kick in your soul. Kick in your feelings. A feeling like you're uh, you're missing something. You're not as good as other. So a voice comes in through the five senses to the soul. And it's working on the soul. Now at that time, the spirit's back here. Just sort of maybe sleeping or something. Who knows? But he's not doing anything. So out here, biologically, an actual animal is talking to the soul. To the hidden person right there. Then this hidden person decides to do something, go pick something it wasn't supposed to touch, and gave it, passed it through to the spirit, the forever person, this Adam, and he decided, I'm going to follow her because I'm married to her, i one with her, and I'm going to take a bite. Soon as the he took a bite back here in the back. Whatever light they had, connection to this loving father, was gone. Now we got a three part system biological body, a forever person back here, and in between we got the soul, the hidden man. What happened was the hidden man had raised up, the spirit had followed and obeyed it, even against. Uh, the commandments of its father it obeyed us we all do it our parents tell us don't do that and we go ahead and do it anyway we listen to our friends we listen to other things besides our parents that love us okay so what happened is the spirit the forever person slipped down and was no longer the ruler of the three part system the soul was and it was alive now But it, too, was cut off as the physical body from this beautiful, uh, eternal light. They sort of just went dark. And they became ashamed. They knew they had done wrong. Uh, They lost their light, their honor, their glory. Uh, It was like somebody just took all their clothes off, took the crown off. And they were now butt naked in the garden. And they realized that. And so they went and got some fig trees, fig leaves, and tried to cover up. So when this father comes back to them, he says, what's going on? Where are you? And Adam, the spirit part, says, we heard your voice, but we were afraid of you. And we're behind this tree hiding. They had never known fear before, never were afraid of this voice, never were afraid of it, but now they are. Because they knew they had done something they weren't supposed to. So he goes to the woman, the soul, the helpmate. What would you do? And the helpmate, wound man, says, not my fault. It was that thing called a serpent. It talked to me and it told me some things I listened to its words I didn't believe you I didn't obey you that snake thing challenged me and it started bewitching me with words and my mind got confused bewitched befuddled Felt like I was under a spell of some kind from words. It was challenging my thoughts and my conceptions. I didn't know what I was doing. I fell under a spell of words inside of me. And then he said that you were trying to keep some good stuff from me. And I wanted to be great. And I wanted to be like you. And you wouldn't let that. That's why you wouldn't let us touch that. So he bewitched me, put a spell on me through his words and his smooth talking. And I looked at that fruit, and it looked so shiny and good. It looked like it would be really good to eat. And then he told me it had something in it, some wisdom, and I'd be so smart, just like you. That was her response. So he goes to the spirit. Adam. and he says what happened he says hey ain't hey, my fault it was that woman you gave her to me that wound man that helper my soul you gave it to me you told me to follow it you told me to marry it you told me I was going to leave you I'm just doing what you told me to do I obeyed not my fault I'm not to blame I'm just doing what I was told to do. I followed her. We hear that all the time now. From both sides. Not me. Not my fault. Now that's the personality of these two parts together. And what was happening? They got kicked out of this pleasure with this parent. Out of his lovely garden. Which we happen to be back in now. Because I came along and found the entrance and allowed you guys to come back in so the soul was like that helpmate and it made the whole three-part system change the biological body now would be given to its five senses they were the teachers and the tutors comes into the soul The soul's nature had changed from being a servant to being the boss, the king, being bewitched, befuddled, confused, desiring power and knowledge, and it rose up. The spirit part of us, the Adam, sunk. It just became a follower. Wherever the soul went, the spirit went. And we were one. And what was not supposed to happen, where the soul, who was to be a helpmate, for the spirit, the forever person, became the king, the boss, and it was direct, it was already changed right then and there. Its DNA, its genetics, was changed. The wounded man told us, "I was bewitched. I was deceived." By words, by my eyes looking at something pretty. So the five senses are involved, the biological body is involved, the soul. So now, when we come into mental health, that situation is still there. The soul part of us, the hidden man that Freud discovered, is still the boss. We see that in the transgender. We see that in when people go, Well, that's my faith. I believe that. My soul is believing that. That's how my family does it, that's how I was raised that's what I was taught what's wrong with that my feelings are boss if I want to get angry I'll get angry if I want to yell and scream and hit you ain't going to tell me what to do so that soul becomes a mighty ruler a conqueror, a warrior attacks or it will shrink we see it in bullying if you are have a personality of a bully from the your biological body, your circumstances, you will press and attack other people through words or through physical combat. And that soul will sink down. But eventually, as we know, it will either do two things. One, it will not be able to take it anymore. And it is so disencouraged so beat up, it will kill itself. Can't stand the pain. Can't stand hiding. No hope. Don't have any strength left. And the soul will give up and quit and die. Or, we see it, it will fight back eventually. Go get a gun. Go get a bomb. Go do something. And kill a whole bunch of people. That it believes it hurt it. It takes a long time for all that to happen but that is in mental health in the second realm, the realm of the hidden man the hidden person now he is a full person he has eyes you see through his biological senses his feelings moods ideas concepts beliefs he has precepts he has faith a lot of people think faith is of the spiritual realm, but it's not. Faith is of the soul. I can go over and I can flip a light switch, and I can believe by faith that when I flip that switch, a light comes on or it goes off. That's faith. It's just believing something is going to happen because I do something. So in realm two, we're discovering. This more about this hidden man, this hidden person that Freud knew was there. Now, how did Freud try to get to it? Through talk therapy. He would try to expose it by doing, lay on a sofa, I'll say a word. And you respond back to me with the first word that comes to mind. And then he would hypnotize people. They're trying to reach this hidden man to help him. They know he's hurting. They know maybe he's got wrong ideas. Maybe he grew up in a culture that was very abusive, toxic. Uh, Maybe he grew up and he didn't even go to school, so his biological brain is not even fully developed like it should be. So his personality is very small. Maybe he wasn't grown up in a culture of love, but of hate. You wasn't grown up where you value people, no matter the sex. All of that from the parents, society, the five senses, the environment, the relationship. Those five senses bring in pictures. They bring in sound. They bring in music. Just like the wounded man they get bewitched by words pictures they get conflicting information when somebody says i love you and they're beating you up conflicting they that's what goes on in this for this hidden man gets confused he doesn't know what is true he has lots of feelings he has hopes and he comes out of the womb and it starts getting shaped and developed. It starts allowing itself, you'll see it when babies laugh or cry, to come out. It's expressing itself through the biological body. And depending on the people that are around that baby, how they react through the senses and the touch, what the baby's hearing. What the baby is listening to about uh, everything will determine and it will pl- get implanted in the, uh, the soul into this hidden man. And over time, the personality, the moods, the beliefs, the thoughts, the uh, the range of emotions, how you control emotions, how you solve problems your interaction with people whether the world is a safe place or not how do you get somewhere this person, this hidden person of the soul this hidden man he is already by the time he gets older he has been well formed groomed, shaped taught, tutored Through the senses, through environment, through relationships, through the body. And if he was born into a family that is connected into the spiritual realm, he also has that realm coming into the spirit. And if you're born into a family of multi-generational Satanists, you're born from the womb with spiritual things working with you. So you have that world coming in to the spirit and you have the outside world coming in this way all to the forever to this soul to the helpmate of the forever person and because the forever person the spiritual part of us and the soul for a long long time to we separate are one. So whatever happens in the biological world, through the five senses, the environment, it affects the spirit. Whatever happens in the spiritual world, coming to the spirit, affects the hidden man, emotionally, his personality. They are one. They are married. They are unified. One voice. One Body. The spirit has a lot of uh, power that it can use and abilities, and it will lend it to the soul. The soul has a lot and will lend it. They are two, have become one. So they're both affected by this, and they're both feeling the same thing. And so, this is what when you walk into, you have some issues. And you walk into a psychiatrist's office. Now he doesn't believe in this spiritual part, has anything to do. He believes more that your problems with your soul, your cognitive, your thinking abilities, is biological, chemical. It's a disease. Nothing you can do. It's not a moral problem, not a spiritual problem, it's not a parenting problem, it's not a society's problem, it's not a cultural problem, it's not a religious problem, it's a biological, genetic problem. So don't worry about it, you can't fix it, just take some medication. That's his philosophy, or hers. The mid-level that works with the soul, the counselors, the life coaches, they go, Okay, but maybe we can help re-educate, retrain, do some healing with that soul, that second part, that they call the cognitive mind of a person, the mental part. And maybe we can help them learn how to regulate their feelings. Can't change their biological stuff, we got some medicine in it, now we can talk to them. So that's where they're working, to help that person in there, to change, be healed, learn some things, uh, correct his behaviors through the body. So they all believe we need some biological medicine. And we need some retraining, some education of the, the second part, the cognitive, mental health part of us, the emotional part. We need some classes and education, awareness, we need to learn how to regulate our feelings, deal with our crises speak out, how to solve some problems when they build up inside of us so we don't explode maybe how to eat better, lose weight control more that foods that we eat control ourselves, deal with our feelings better We have been. So that's where part two is working. Now, unspeak known to those two wonderful groups of people, they are not have no knowledge usually that there's that third person in there, that forever person. And he is there and he is being affected. And he has a whole realm over here of spiritual things that religion and faith play into that also are brought into this marriage into this relationship with the soul and then the soul and the biological body are married so we have two parts here biological body and soul we have the soul and the spirit here so we have three parts That are one. Everything that happens in one realm affects the other realms. Everything is all flowing together. Usually, most of the doors between the soul and the spirit are closed. There's a veil there, there's a door. And a lot of stuff happens back here in the spirit that the soul may not know about and doesn't want to know about because this is another whole world. And it's usually not very pretty. And when the spirit sort of gets back with this, because it can leave for a while, if you watch some of the wonderful things like Shirley MacLaine's "Out on the Limb," you'll witches know it. The spirits can leave the physical body and then go off over here and do their thing. They're connected with a silver cord, and as long as that is not broken, not cut, they will return they're coming they're going. they're working out here in this room okay. If only if you move in this realm can you see it and know it they come back. Now the soul guy his conscious awareness probably doesn't know it he just thinks he had a dream but once the soul is aware that it's happening they just go about life and they don't talk much. So I wanted to bring this little bit more in depth, this episode, about the second part of us, of the mental health and the forever person that we call the soul, the cognitive mind, our emotional person, our personality, who we believe we are what the mental health world is trying to help and why where they're working at so that when you seek healing or you seek therapy or you're trying to resolve some problem areas in your life you know where they're working and yet you also have knowledge of the other realms because you want to be an informed client patient you want to know what's going on in your system and What professional or maybe a life coach or a mentor or a teacher is working with so that you'll have an idea of what they're trying to do and you can cooperate with them and receive what they're doing and you get changed and you get maybe healed you learn some new things and you learn how to regulate yourself so you don't get all in a, lose it, so to speak, have a meltdown. So, I hope you enjoyed. This is episode five of the series, the three rounds, series two. And it's more about, the we did the quick review, and a little bit more about the cognitive part of us. Of the person the mental part i'm going to try to go into more of op- different areas about concepts ideas thoughts and words what are feelings How, why do we feel why are we supposed to feel what are the purpose of feelings emotions moods because those are all helpful to us in understanding ourselves so when we go to a doctor a therapist somebody a helping profession will at least be intelligent enough to know where they're working they're trying to help us they love us dearly they are trying to solve problems that have occurred the system is not working right something is out of disorder something is spitting and sputtering something is not regulated I'll use the transgenders again. Until they can find some inner peace between their body and what this soul, this hidden man is feeling. Once they can find that and they believe they are in the right body, their system is in turmoil. I think they called it gender dysphoria. They're not happy. They believe that something happened. They don't know what. But they don't belong in that biological body. Because their soul part of them. Their cognitive personality. Feels and believes differently. And there is turmoil in the system there's unhappiness depression and they're trying with everything they can to feel at one to feel unified to have peace because they find that they have discovered that until I can get that peace between my biological body and what I'm feeling and believing about myself I really can't get on with life. I can't have a family. It's hard to work. I'm stressed. I'm sad. I'm isolated. So they are working so hard with the professionals to come and get this system as one, get it regulated, have some order to it so that the biological body and the cognitive person down here The hidden man and the body agree, and they come into unity. I am in the right body, and now we're a good fit for each other. So they are trying to do that. And it causes them a lot of depression and just isolation because they are not at peace. The system is not at peace. They don't know why. They just believe they were born in the wrong body. And they're trying to make it right. And most of your, a lot of your mental health counselors and doctors are trying to help them. Anytime you're trying to help somebody feel better about themselves, find peace in this system, you're not a bad person. And you're not anything weird if you feel This system is not right. There's disunity here, disorder. I got to give them a lot of credit. They are really trying hard. They're willing to do major changes to have unity in these two parts of themselves. They're probably working harder at having peace in their life than many other people. They seek counseling, they seek help, they seek doctors, they go to support groups, they have friends, they work, they go to school. They're trying to have peace in their system. So what happens is the soul part of us, the hidden man, he is a very intricate, complex system of feelings, emotions, of thoughts, concepts, ideas, faith, religion. He is that person is in connection with his biological body. And below him is the forever person. We have a three-part system that needs to all be unified in a loving way. And so this episode five was just to introduce of the three realms, the second realm, the realm where the mental health therapists are trying to work in, trying to help, where the psychiatrists through medication are trying to calm down, get some balance of some chemicals, so you can think, so you can look at your concepts and ideas, and you can deal with the situations that have occurred to you and you can maybe forgive some people get some of the bitterness out the quote negative energy out and get on with life so I hope that this teaching helps you a little bit and you learn a little bit more about yourself and about other people and that you continue on your journey of learning don't forget go research all of this Go ask your professionals that you're seeing questions. A lot of stuff out on Wikipedia, YouTube. Wonderful people trying to help. They are looking at everything that they know they can. They're trying to solve problems. Please be kind to them. A lot of them may not believe what you believe about what you believe. That's okay. Go find somebody that matches up with what you believe. Learn, grow, and let some healing come. Bless you. This is Pastor Deborah. This is Mental Health and the Forever Person. Series 2, The Three Realms. And I hope you come back again. You can find this on the website of www.agodbelovedishere.org. You can also find it on YouTube, the Hidden Kingdoms channel. I'll get this up on the podcast. So continue to learn about yourself. And it is an intricate and a complex system. And we need to look at each area of it and learn about ourselves. See you next time. Remember, everybody, pick up your litter, pick up your trash, look around, meet somebody, greet somebody, and come back again. Pastor Deborah. Love always and forever. Pastor Deborah. I'll keep the board up for a few minutes. You can look at it while I get everything shut down.